Screw with it. It's your boy, Samai Savage. Hey, guys. This is Sugar Wolf. Yo, this is Will Steezel. Well, hello there, everybody. <laughs> this is August. What's up? It's Ethan Ross, and you're listening to the Anti-Social Social Tour Podcast. Let's get it. Hello, who are you and what do you do? My name is Nick Riccioni and I am the owner of 12th and Market. Let's get into it. I used to be antisocial. That was the old me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm trying to be a mogul. What's up, what's up, world? It's Brandon Avery, and I'm here today with Nick. Yo, what's up, bro? How are you been? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me yet again. Thank you for coming, bro. It's been a year, and so much has changed in the year. Uh, First starting off the transfer of humans to now 12th and Market, which is a dope name, by the way. Thank you. Um, Why the change? Um, honestly, it's like by the time we had started humans, like I, we started it, I sent everything out for the trademark and all that stuff. And, and there were a few issues coming back or whatever. And I was, I didn't even want to deal with it. And, uh, we had been looking into doing kind of like a capsule collection. Yeah. 12th market anyway, that's 12th market is like the corner that, uh, my friend Corey grew up on that. We just all hung out. That was like yeah. the, the hub. It's right so, on. It's spot on, bro. That's it. Yeah, I love it, man. So, so we were we were planning on doing a collection of it anyway. And when we got the trademark issue back, it was kind of just like a no brainer. We just went with it. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So tell us, tell us for those who don't know, what is Twelfth and Market? Twelfth and Market is a skateboarding company um, that is kind of like the umbrella company for Palette and all that stuff yeah. as well. So Twelfth and Market, we do clothing, skateboards, all that kind of stuff, and then Palette is just like underneath that. That's dope, man. So, so uh, the last year, I've, w- w- let's let's go back a bit. I can't believe it's been only it's, a year, right? It, it feels, it feels longer, so so much longer, yeah, right? We were in the apocalypse <laughs> for so long, um, yeah, right. and just when things were getting nice and nice and fun. I mean, the last we had you here was when we, with uh, with with humans when we were talking about that, and um, afterwards, you told me you were an artist. And you know what's funny, Nick? I've told this story so many times, and I have not told it to you. Like, <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> And, he, and at the end of our podcast, um, we were talking. He were talking about how he had art in the in the basement. And I'm like, this guy didn't talk about art the entire time. Like, whatever. And then you sent it to me, and it blew my it blew my mind. And and from that, we went on. To, first, you drove me crazy with like how talented you were, uh, and you gifted us this beautiful piece Thank of you. art here that we've had hanging. It's made it very hard to move it because we can't. It's so it's so amazing. <laughs> um, and then we had an art show, right? Do you want to talk? Yeah, let's sure. talk about that from your perspective. Well, I was honestly just nervous about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a that was like a big step for me because I just never thought my art was really anything really good. Yeah. Until, you know, I showed it to you and you were kinda like gassing me up about it and I just <laughs> felt I was like, All right, whatever, we'll try it. Yeah. And then we ended up doing it and it was just such a success, everything. I sold you know, I was expecting to maybe sell some merchandise or whatever, like yeah. human stuff or whatever, but we sold paintings and you know, everyone It was everyone a madhouse here, bro. It was it was, it nice. was we were definitely over the capacity. <laughs> um, it, you know what's funny? Funny thing is the the code enforcer who coded the place. I invited him because that was the, that was our grand opening week. I invited yeah, him, right. and I thought he wasn't going to show up. And when he showed up, and it was I, I it's like I see my dad after after they went on vacation. They came early from a party, and I'm like, <laughs> we're fucked. 
We're fucked. And then he came and he goes, bro, this is dope, you know, because we were way over. over. It was so packed in here. And he was cool. He was cool with it. And I was like, whoo, you know, but it was amazing, bro. And you sold the the beautiful work of art for the first piece where me and the when I was like, I got to get that. Uh, The Last Supper. Yeah, yeah. Bro, how did you feel when you sold that piece? That's the only one I wanted to sell, really. That really? was my favorite piece too. Yeah. My buddy Zach bought it, so I was I was super hyped when he when he picked that one up. That was amazing. Was that like your first time selling art that for that amount? That was my first time selling art ever. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no, I never sold anything. I just always painted just wow. for fun, and then you're dude, I'm, you're the <laughs> one who put all that, put that all together. Honestly, wow, bro. Well, yeah. look, man. Hey, that. Well, I'm and. Th- Look, you got me speechless right now because that was like that was that was insane. It was really an insane night. Like I mean, and things were going like you. It was I guess it was like verification of support because yeah. it was. I mean, if you guys had to witness it, it was just art everywhere. It was people everywhere. It was so much, so many amazing vibes, and um, it was just a great night, man. So uh, thank you, well, thank yeah. you for having it here. You know, and I think that was a, a good kickoff to the to COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was like a couple of days right. before everything. It was a couple of days. Down. And actually, I was feeling liberated. I'm like, this is working. This is this is amazing. Then it's like you get like the, yeah. the announcement of everyone shuts down. Um, so when you heard the news, how did you um, deal with it for, throughout that year? Was it a good effect on you? The COVID thing? Um, it really didn't affect me too much. I had I literally left my job about a month before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just planning on going full. I was, I was planning on just chasing the dream anyway. Yeah. Doing art. I just wanted to do art, like whether it be skateboarding stuff, painting, whatever it may be. I wanted to do something creative. I just knew what I was in wasn't for me. Yeah. What were you doing, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I was a medical device salesman. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember we talking about so that. So basically I was just in hospitals all day in surgery, just selling the stuff to the doctor who would, you know, put it on during surgery and just sucking the life yeah. out of me <laughs> and not doing what you love not and now here we are every day doing what you love every day yeah. and i think that is inspiring like uh so then when you took that when was it hard for you to take the leap yes yeah. it was crazy i mean i i was stressed out beyond belief but i just knew i couldn't the stress that i was going to go through kind of chasing the art thing it was less than the stress i was going through in that job yeah so yeah. it was just kind of like had to do it either way. Yeah, because it will eat you up inside every day. Yeah, exactly. and it, you know that's why like I, I'm I love chasing my dreams. Like I think it's it's fun. It's it, it's hard. It's it has its challenges, but I think at the end of the day, I'm doing what I love, and that's what's most important to yeah. me. Um, so I always encourage people like when I again. I don't know if you thought I was like just gaslighting, but I'm, I don't really get excited about everything. You know, I really, I just don't. And when I saw it, because again, it was. When you were telling me, I'm like, this, we didn't talk about art at all. Like, whatever, bro. Like, I don't even care. And then you was like, I'm going to send you some. And I, it's like, I think it was like seven pictures. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? Bro, what are you doing? Like, get it out of the basement. Like, get it out of the <laughs> basement, man. And then, and then you blessed it with so many art pieces, too. Like, with the pizza, uh, we had turned the place into a pizza parlor. And you did the art for the, the, the wall. Yeah, yeah, That's dope. I still have that. And that's crazy. Man. All right, so fast forward now. So then, then. I see palette out of out of like this. So tell me what palette is. So palette just originally started because, first of all, I had so much art that I was doing. I had, I had made the transition from like painting to the digital art. Yeah, kind of like the iPad and stuff like that, and uh, for work. And I had just had been messing around with like a bunch of different art for that. And I was like, I have all this stuff laying around. I know a bunch of friends that have a bunch of art laying around. I was like, I just want to like collab it all and add it with the skateboarding, like a like skate mags growing yeah. up for me were that was everything like you you see stuff in magazines that's how you found out about any and everything 
Yeah. So I was like, I want to do a skate magazine. I have all this art laying around. All these other people in the valley have all this art that they, they have laying around. I was like, let's just put it together and just and add photos with illustrations, with animations and all that kind of stuff. And the QR code thing kind of just, just made sense because yeah. it was like, okay, we have skaters with skate clips. We have... I have friends that are animators that they don't have anywhere to put their stuff yeah. unless they like start a website or do something like that. So it was like, it was just perfect. Everything just kind of fell together and it just kind of turned into this thing that was just kind of so new and different from anything yeah. else. And, and it's been great ever since. And that's the best part because you didn't go like one way at it. You know, like you said, skate, you, it's inspired by your skate magazines, but you involved all of your artist friends around. Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of like, you know, what we, what we say with the social tours, like, creatives are we are all like it's not just one thing you don't you're, you're not going to just be an artist like you're a skater yeah. and an artist like you I, I tell people like that is we're more than just that one thing so let's all connect and do it together exactly. and um that was dope and we were blessed to be in the second issue and we have all four and we're going to have all and we can, we're trying to <laughs> we're collecting them all and <laughs> so we can market them for like 500 million dollars one day um speaking of speaking of uh collecting them we were at uh your event last this this uh, past weekend yep. um and one of your guys who were i believe on the first issue uh he was like yeah man i lost my issue and i'm like i said you know we have two i said we're gonna mark it up he goes brandon man don't do that bro i said well <laughs> i'm not i said this is valuable piece of art here bro you should have kept it uh, tell me about the event man um the palette it, for it release. was awesome i was i was crazy stressed the whole week leading up to it just because yeah. it was like first time partnering with um, just anyone else, like, like we had, we had partnered with you for yeah. the first event, but it was like, it was less stress because you were kind of like taking care of most of the stuff. Yeah. This one kind of like, it just all, you know, they, they gave us the venue and then I had to kind of like handle everything else around it. So I was just nervous. I didn't know how the skating was going to go with skateboarding added in. There's an added risk of people getting injured and yeah. liability and all that kind of stuff. So, um, like I was just like not even sleeping up, up until the event, but man, it went great. All the yeah. vendors killed it. They had all cra crazy art. They all sold stuff. The The performances were great. The skating was fun. Everyone yeah. enjoyed the ramps. My buddy Corey built all the ramps. Um, it just ended up being everything I wanted it to be plus more. That's honestly. awesome. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone left happy. Yeah, it seemed I, though, yeah. Everyone was happy. I mean, I was going, I was in the, through the motions and just seeing everyone. It was funny because, first of all, we've seen people again. You know, I mean, yeah. I know everyone didn't stay in the house, but you still didn't see people like it was normal because the events was not happening. So, uh, thank first of all, thank you guys for that. That was amazing, especially for me to get back to build the momentum to get to start having these events that we're, we have. We didn't, I didn't have the momentum anymore because we had a, a year for break. Yeah, you know, exactly. so that was actually like, oh my god, this is we're we're back to normal again. It was a piece of normalcy. So I appreciate that. Um, so what 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 was the what was the maybe the biggest challenge uh, planning this event? Um, it had to be the park. It had to be building the ramps just yeah. because number one, the price of wood right now is like skyrocketed. It's, it's insane. So it was, it was funding that, um, you know, making sure everything was, you know, that was, it was going to last. It wasn't going to just break and fall apart. Yeah. As people were doing <laughs> it. But, uh, but my friend Corey is just like, he just kills it with all that stuff. So he handled all that pretty much building. I just kind of sat there and like drank beer and ate pizza while he was just doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, the the ground was a little rougher than than everyone had kind of expected. So I was worried about that. I was worried about people just not being able to skate just because the ground was a little rougher. Yeah. So that was just that was the biggest issue. And then we had to get like liability insurance and all that kind of stuff. So that was the biggest 
hurdle for the event. Yeah. And everything else just kind of fell in place, honestly. That's dope. How did you feel after the event? Like, what was you, were you still like oh God. on edge or Relief. was it like, <laughs> this Relief. was, this was, whoa. Yeah, no, it was, it was just a, it was just weight off my shoulders, honestly. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's just part of it. It you is. Know, it is. Every, every time we have an event, I get nervous. I, yeah, it's yeah. like, I think, I don't think anyone don't, cause you don't know what to expect, but you know, it's going to be okay. But you don't want to think like, oh, it's going to be great. You know, you want to be like, ah, this yeah, is, I'm right. freaking out. Like I just, did I do something wrong? Did I forget something? You know, um, those are good nerves. Yeah. You know I mean, if you're, if you're not nervous about something, you're not really doing it right. Probably. I appreciate, I think so too. I definitely think so. And then you're going to, uh, are we, are we going to have another one? Yeah. Right now, honestly, it's palette fives looking like it's going to drop probably right around Halloween anyway. So I think we're just going to do a big Halloween event. The people at Historic Bethlehem Museums and Sites have been awesome. Lindsay and everyone over there have just been so accommodating and so amazing. So they offered to to maybe partner partner with us again for wow. the fifth one. So, so yeah, it's looking like a Halloween event. Shout out to Historic Bethlehem. That's yeah, dope, bro. That's yeah. dope. And now you guys now have a home too to to host yeah. these events, and it'll be familiar for the people to keep coming back and they know what to expect. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. That's a, that's a, that's amazing, bro. So, uh, what else have you been up to, man? Um. Been working, man. But but my job is like awesome now. I literally just draw cartoons for a living now. Wow, what is that? Is, is this, this this dreamer right here? It is. Yeah, I see you post a lot about it. Yeah, dreamers has been awesome. So it's an app company based out of Las Vegas, um, and they do what they do what they say. I mean, they literally make dreams come true. That's that's the whole goal of the company, and that's what they've been doing. So they just actually did uh, something last week. So um, Charlie Rocket, who's I told you he was. Um, part of that Nike commercial with Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, he's with Dreamer and Chris Adams, who's the owner of Dreamer. They've been partnering to just do crazy stuff. They give away cars to people who need them. They, wow. they help all these people out. So they did something last week. Um, there's this artist, an amazing painter, crazy painter. I got to show you after this, actually. Please but, do. Um, so he's homeless, and he had lost... I think he lost his art studio in a fire. You know what I mean? Just just caught a bad break. Yeah. And uh, ended up being homeless. And he told them on the street that his dream was to be, you know, to see his paintings in a big art gallery or something. Yeah. And they made it happen. They raised all this money. They they got his artwork. They sold. They made a website for him. They they sold all these paintings. They sold them to uh, Charlie's like plugged in with like all these rappers because he was a manager. I told you he was Two Chains' manager for a while. Yeah. Two Chains bought a painting. West Side Gun bought like five paintings. Wow. All these people bought like, all these like celebrities pitched in and bought all these paintings. They raised like fifty thousand dollars for this dude. That's amazing. Um, in like four hours or some crazy shit like that. It was it was insane. So now they have an event this week, a big art gallery of all his artwork. Is it's it going to be, be in Vegas? Uh, it's Vegas or California. I think it might be California. Damn. But it's crazy, and they and they we just, should go. We should go. They, I would love to. <laughs> That'd be crazy. But they really are about it. Like they really they make dreams happen and that's what the whole app is about if you if you download the app you can download the app right now um you go on there you declare what your dream is you can network with people who have similar interests with you there's crowdfunding opportunities you can raise money to to make your dream come true you can there's a there's a million things you can do on the app it's incredible and there's no qualifications nope wow so you don't need no sad stories you can just be a, any, nope. any person you can that's dope you want to be a painter you want to be a painter you go on there and declare it that's it. That's sick. I'm definitely gonna download that app. Yeah, man, do um, it. because I want a GTR. 
<laughs> no. Um, but it, it, speaking of that, like that's super dope that this has now become a trend. Like people are actually helping people um, reach their next level and pinnacle. And, and the fact that uh, so much so much can happen in a matter of hours these days yeah. is is by far amazing. Um, so, and it just always reminds me that this world is definitely a great place. It can be a great place if we all just put our minds to it. And it shows me that we all really want the same thing. So why are we having a hard time at times to get that? Yeah. Um, but that's super dope, man. A lot of people are like scared. A lot of people don't even announce what their dream is. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of keep it hidden or keep it inside or whatever because they're nervous what people are going to think. But that guy, like that homeless guy, his his biggest blessing there was telling a stranger what his dream was. Right. That changed his life now. Just just simply just, doing that. Just telling someone. Yeah. And, it, and it's funny you said it because a lot of people don't, you know, um, yeah. and I don't, why do you think, why do you think, is, is it fear? What is, what, why do you think that? It's just fear of being judged. Yeah. That's what, that's how, that's what it is for everyone that no one wants to put their work out there and someone go, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. Really. Yeah. That, 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 that is definitely what it is. Um, and I, but I hope that it changes people because, um, it, perception with other people think is it shouldn't be that important. You know, I tell exactly. people all the time, no matter what room you walk in, no matter what you, how you are or how rich you are, how poor you are, someone's going to judge you. So don't yeah. even allow it to even touch, touch surface of anything, you know, do what you love and then you'll be fine. Exactly. Um, because we have a lot of hidden talents. People have a lot of talents that they're hiding. And even throughout the social tour, when I've met people and I've, they showed me their work and I'm like, well, what are, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, do more of that. You know, if it makes you happy, do more of it. And, um, and it is that, you know, sometimes it's their circle. They're telling their circle about things yeah. that they, like, a, let's say a song that they've written, and they play it, and their circle's not giving the feedback that they need. Yeah, right. So I always tell them, you know, don't, don't, don't befriend them, but just adjust your circle. Be around people who want to uh, be happy for what you're doing and want to listen to what you listen to your dreams and stuff. With that being said, Nick, what's your dream? Man, my dream is just to be, I want 12th and Market to just blow up and be, I want it to just be, you know, one of the biggest skate brands, not only skate brands in the world, but I want, I just want Palette to, to, to grow to a level where, like, the great thing about Palette is that you can, you can flip through the pages and you might see, you know, Tyler Bledsoe or some of these pro skaters right yeah. next to some kid from down the street. Yeah. And it looks, it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just want that to just be on a bigger scale, but, but just, it is what it is right now. I just want it to just, to just be bigger. Yeah. That's all. That's amazing. And we're just starting, and it will be. It will be. And, Dream, you hear that. Let's make 12th and Market <laughs> one of the biggest skate companies out there. Yeah, they, they've, um, already, they've already made my – I mean, that's another – again, my dream isn't just one thing. It's just I want to be an artist. Yeah. Everyone, everyone who's in the magazine, they want to be artists. And they've, they've already made my dream come true. Is, like, I literally just draw cartoons all day for yeah. a living now. One thing that I love about Palette, um, which really made me really proud when I got the first mag, um, your artist through every page. Mm-hmm. That that to me says a lot. Like I was like, I'm like, this is super dope. Like I've n- I've never personally seen anything like that in my life. Because um, you could have just had a magazine with just like just just the, just the pages. You could have just had the pages. You know, you could have just had them there. But your artist literally in almost every page, and I love yeah. that you do that. And I think that's just like a, just a little extra artist touch. So yo, bro, kudos to you. Thank have you, you um any any new paintings? Any new work? Because I know, so I you, you've been super busy, so you, you're, 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 you're an art for work, you're working on palettes, so you're, and you're working on the events, and God knows what else you're doing, so have you been painting still? I have. I've been, I've been doing a little of both. I've been kind of going back and forth from, you know, like, I'll paint for a while, and that'll kind of, you know, you start to lose the yeah. motivation a little bit, and then I'll go, like, I'll do, like, the digital art and stuff like that, but man, I've just been, 
I have a lot of stuff that's just kind of like sitting around. Dope. That's why I want to do another. I'm another ready. Another you, 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 you already know that how excited. <laughs> Don't get me too excited here, bro, because I've been waiting for that. Like, again, that night was it was amazing. And I love doing things like that. Like I love and we we, we were able to have um, one more art show because during COVID we were being very like I was I had shut everything down. Yeah, as soon as we had that announcement, because we're di- we're a different type of business. We're not a restaurant or, or a bar. So it was very diff- difficult for even me to wrap my mind about around what was going on. We were very yeah, yeah. intimate business, especially the space here in Easton is very intimate. So we couldn't like, I was like, I don't know what I'll do. I was just like, everything's off, everything's off. And I'll just stay here and do the yeah. back end stuff. Everything's off. And then September came and I'm like, bro, like things are getting a little better. You got to like do something. So we partnered with the artist acrylic flowers and she had her first art show here too. One thing I love too is the first, I love it. I called the, I was thinking of like the call the first wall, like, it's crazy because we um, work with a lot of people who've done their first time doing something that they've been doing all their life, but I guess on a on a, a much bigger scale. Yeah. So that that tr- it tripped me up at first. I'm like, well, what? Um, and we like to call this wall here the, the lucky wall because every painting on this wall has sold for a great amount. Like uh, acrylic sold her first painting on this wall too. I believe it was like I don't want I think like 250 bucks. Like you sold your first painting on this wall. It's like 300 bucks, and it was like. Like you said, when it comes to the, the magazine, you have a pro skater here and you have someone from down the street and it just yeah. mesh. And what I got from that was you can sell your art for what it's worth. Yeah. You can. Because I know as, a, as an artist, even a creative, any, anything, we always undercut ourselves because of what we think we're not worth at a certain time. Right. You know, and until we get the, that, cu- that customer to go. $300, bro, this is amazing. Because I, I, I know it's worth more. Like, I, you know, and, and it, 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 re, it reassures us. It's like, whoa, you know? It is, yeah, um, it's a confidence booster. Yeah, definitely. Question, why do you think, um, like, this is a, it's probably a tough one because I can't even answer it. Why do you think we get, like, discouraged in the middle of doing something? That is a good question. Because it happens really to all no of us. There's really no good answer. Yeah. There really isn't. I don't know why. I was fishing for one for, <laughs> one for myself because it happens to me too. I could be like very motivated working on a video or something and, and it just drops. And it goes, no, bro. Nope. I'm going to come. I'm going to go on vacation. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. What do I do now? And you're, now you're searching for stuff to do. How do you get back up off that creative pit? I switch it up. Honestly, like that's the only that's the only thing I've noticed throughout the years is when I start to lose that inspiration, like I'll, I'll go from like I picked up photography this year, you know, because I yeah. ask you questions sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so like if I'm if I'm kind of losing the motivation with painting, I'll just go to shoot photos or something, yeah. or I'll shoot video, or I'll go and you know draw or or do something else, and it kind of like kickstarts a, a new motivation elsewhere, and yeah. you can kind of like relay that back to the painting or whatever you started with. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I I think that is very true. Um, and 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 it's. It could be pretty easy for other people because most of us do have multiple talents. So for those who are listening, like Nick just said, if you get uh, if you're you're not motivated on one project, you have another talent, go to something else. So let's say if you're a rapper and you also write poetry, if you can't feel that uh, that that beat, then go ahead and try to write some poetry. If you're a painter, yeah. then try to write some try, try to paint as well, and it'll definitely naturally come back. Or I can just try something that. new. Like you know, it, some people don't even know they have other talents, but like you were saying, as a creative. You have it in you. You do. To do something. You know what I mean? Whether you just have to find it. That's really all it is. It's just trying new stuff. Yeah. I agree, man. I um so what's next for other than the event? Like what do you what do you see? What do you see palette in five years? Palette in five years, man. I don't know. Palette twenty. I can't imagine. I can't even imagine. I can't even look that far, honestly. Yeah. It's been so day to day. Like 
literally Saturday. We had the event on Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I'm already planning Palette 5. Like, just, it, it, it takes up all my time, and it just, like, I just, like, laser focus on it. Yeah. So it's Have like, you, I can't even, I can't even look at Palette 6 yet. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever um, gotten any backlash for Palette or 12th and Market? Backlash? Not really, no. Maybe, like, uh, a submission didn't get in, and, they, like, they're angry or something. You know something. what I did mess up this time around? My friend Justin, um, and I've apologized to him a thousand times, I misspelled, there's one letter in his name that I messed up, and it's spelled right everywhere else in the magazine. I messed up one letter. I proofread it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I had my friends proofread it a thousand times. I have everyone I know. You know how it is. Like, I, yeah. like, I don't want to mess anything up, obviously. I had everyone proofread it, proofread it a thousand times. Still messed it up. Yeah. yeah that, he does, that, I'm sure he doesn't mind, right? He doesn't really care. Yeah, but it's, it's, I do. yep. As a creative, <laughs> when I look at things like that, um, to make it a positive, I'm only doing this because it's not me, right? Because <laughs> I'll be freaking out too. <laughs> to make it a positive, become it becomes a special issue in Easter egg, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and it becomes a storyteller, you know, to tell that story of that one time. Because you know, nothing for nothing in business, I, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I'll have some person go, "You misspelled this wrong," or "You misspelled that." I'm like, "Damn, I didn't see that." But yeah. I think what happens is our brain naturally reads a thing, kind of like if you ever read unscrambled scrambled up words. You can read them. Yeah. That's kind of yep. what the brain do. It will, it will replace it automatically. So, um, but I'm sure Justin, is, he's, he's in the mag. And yeah. he's in the only. He's on the cover. Yeah. And is he the only one in the mag with a misspelled letter? Yes. As far as I know right you now. You know, that's, that's dope. <laughs> like, that, I mean, I don't know. That's a good way to look at it because it's artsy too. It, it, you know, that's, that's dope. <laughs> it's, it's part of the, it's part of the, you know. You, you, sometimes you see a painting, it might have a little scratch on it or something. Yeah. That's how I'm trying to look at it. So. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, and, that, and this is for uh, four? Yeah, it was for you. Perfect. I like it. So that means like we got this secret issue here, and I'm just you know, I'm just gonna collect them all. I'm just gonna collect <laughs> them all. I'm gonna hoard them, and then um, we're gonna plan for this this art show, and it's gonna be amazing. Anything different this time around that that you want to talk about other th- that uh, for the the art show? No, you know what I am gonna do differently for this art show though. I'm gonna have a mixture of paintings and prints. Mm. Like I, I have so much art on my iPad or whatever, my computer that is just kind of sitting there. I just want to like print them out on canvases, kind of like what you did here with that, uh, the camera thing. That was what you yeah. did, right? You printed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh huh. I just did it on my iPad yeah. and printed it out. That's what I want to do. I want to get some prints mixed with the paintings and maybe even a little of both. Now that I'm shooting photography, so like, um, you'll see in some of the mags, there's like a photo with drawings on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I love that. that. Now that I'm like doing photography a little bit, I, I take like cool pictures of you know, just like around Bethlehem or Allentown or whatever, and then I'll draw over it. I really want to do that, like like print the, the photo on a canvas and then paint over that or something. That's dope. So we'll, we'll start switching that up a little bit. Bro, I can't wait for that. Um, so that's all I got. That's all, because I've, take, I've taken a lot. Did I miss anything of what's going on right now with, with everything? That's it, man. 12th of Market, you know? palette, art, dreamer. That's what it is. Bro, <laughs> I want to say thank you for just even existing because we're now here and uh, just as much as I inspire you, you inspire me. And I think that is dope. And uh, and it's, I get a blessed to see this every time I do some creepy things when I, at nighttime I'll do because <laughs> the lights are on in here at nighttime, it glows and yeah. I'll drive by. <laughs> if I'm in the area, I, Oh, like it's, it's so weird. Whenever I'm in the area at night, I drive, I just make sure I drive down this street and I look in and I look at it because it's right there, bro. It's funny so. you say that because my mom, because I had the paintings on the wall sometimes. Like, my mom's like, I don't know if I can have these on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so I, my little niece, she's like eight years old. They kind of scare her sometimes. But, uh, but yeah. It's amazing, bro. But so, I, I want to thank you, dude, because you were the pretty much the catalyst of a lot of this shit. So wow. like, with the painting and all that stuff and 
you know, I didn't really think any of my art was really anything. Until and now here we are a year later. To my attention. Sold a bunch of art, sold a bunch of merch, had a show, have a magazine. You're, you are uplifting other creators and inspiring them to be, to chase their dreams. And I think that is, if, if I, I'm glad I can just be a, a, just a little snippet, a part of that. And that's why every time it's time to do something, I'm like, yo, hell yeah, I'm down. Like I, because you have to be, because I need the creators to understand that it takes all of us because we are, we are, in a, we are in our own community and own world as of itself. I think yeah. that's why we're so afraid at times to put things out. We have our own community. It's, we're probably we're, we're fucking probably area 51 <laughs> you know um but just to view that and, and i just i just want to i'm glad to be a part of it bro i really am seriously i'm glad you are a part of it man thanks um where can we find you i'm on instagram 12th and market that's me i got a little i have like five instagrams i don't know why i gotta just merge them all into one yeah but my art page is uh at underscore nico riccioni bro full name it's been great man i appreciate you thank you Thank you.